0: Today on the AWC podcast, we're talking about efficiency and productivity by Grace, the awesome one and only Grace, and that is out of the April 2021 issue of the American Window Cleaner Magazine. Thanks for spending some time with me today. As you know, the AWC podcast highlights a different article straight from the American Window Cleaner Magazine. And if you aren't getting your monthly magazine mailed to your door, why the heck not? Uh, make sure to go to awcmagforward forward slash sub to get your subscription now. It is the greatest and most awesome window cleaning magazine ever made. Every issue has loads of articles, reviews, pictures, a ton of pictures, and of course, the world famous Window cleaning sticker sheets. So go to awcmag.com to get yours now. Well, we are talking about efficiency and productivity, and uh, Grace is one of the coolest people you'll ever meet. Uh, she is a woman window cleaner, first and foremost, which is awesome, and she is the stepdaughter of Craig, who is another writer. Uh, Really, really good stuff. So this is her first article that she did on her own for the magazine and it turned out awesome. Uh, In the magazine article itself, she's basically talking about how they lay out the workflow for their efficiency and productivity. Now, there's a really big kind of concept behind that is that you change the company with the times, right? The times change, the season changes, literally, the needs change for the company, and you tailor things to work with it. It's really, really kind of a good idea to continue to change throughout the year. Now, I talk a lot about Uh, doing a lot of planning and systemizing and things like that. But here's the thing. It's more or less like not riding a bike on the asphalt. It's like riding a bike in the sand. So the direction you're going, you can kind of see where you're going, but you don't quite know the path. And that is the bobbing and weaving of business, small businesses in general. But she says, as we head into spring, organizing the schedule becomes extremely important. So first off starts and explains kind of spring, right? I work in a two-person team with my stepdad, Craig. He's been cleaning almost 40 years. And I've been cleaning for about three. She says, we really take into consideration our strengths and weaknesses to organize the work in the most efficient manner. That's awesome. That's the key, right? She is short. She says she's 5'2". So she is on the shorter side. So there's certain things that she does less efficient than somebody who would be taller. And it's great. She says, I don't do much ladder work. And that is because of the height. She knows where her limits are. Craig understands where he excels, and they work as a team. Now, this is always changing, and it's basically laid out for them when they get to a job. They know what they're going to do. They understand what each of them's job is. And when they get out of the truck, they don't even have to say anything. That's great. Some of the most efficient crews I've ever, ever had were exactly that. You had two guys, or girl, guy, whatever, but I've always had two guys, and the crew chief and the tech knew exactly what they did at every job. They would show up, the crew chief would go and talk to somebody while the tech set everything up, got the equipment onto the site that they needed, pulled it all off the truck, and started getting it all set up. They knew what they had to do. And it was like that on every single one. They never talked about it. They laid it out there. They built that efficiency and productivity, and then they never talked about it again. And that's really, really clever because they just knew they had these underlying uh systems basically in place that they knew it helped with productivity as she said when we start to get closer to busy season we lay out all of the work by month as well as the weather and then look at possible dates to propose to clients that's another one they're planning for everything That's one thing they do really, really well is they plan everything from the weather to the months, right? Lay it all out there so that you can plan efficiently. Now, one big thing that a lot of people do is that they actually will lay out their work based exactly at the moment they're getting the work, right? Somebody calls and says, hey, I would love to get some window cleaning done. You say, great, let me pull up my calendar. And the first available slot, that's a slot they're put in. Now, if your uh, area is large, you have to find where the same area is being done, right? Maybe one day a week, you're always in the same city. Or one day a month, you're always in the same city. Planning jobs on that cuts down drive time. What if somebody says to you, hey, I love a discount. It's just too much for me. Do you say, oh, man, well, sorry about that, but let me know if you ever make more money. No. What you do say is, yes, that spring scheduling is the busy season, and unfortunately, we do have to charge our premium pricing for that time. But if you can wait, I would love to get you in July 22nd. That date, I can actually knock $50 off your bill to fill that date. That's a slower time for us. Would that work for you? Well, now you've just saved that job. You've filled up a slow time, right? For us, July is always, you know, calendrically slower. And you save them some money. You save the client. That's planning for efficiency. Planning for efficiency is scheduling around different dates. I like it. I really, really like it. She goes on to say that she puts people in in different cities on the same day to minimize drive time. It's what they do. It's what we did. Over the last three years, I've gotten to learn a lot about different types of clients we have and how to handle each of them. We do not use any automated CRM tools since it's just the two of us. We're able to do that ourselves and it helps to keep the personal connection. Now, if you're not getting overwhelmed... That's definitely something to do, right? We want to systemize what we can, but you can be the system yourself. It doesn't have to be automated. A lot of people are always looking for the more automated system, the, always the, 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 the pull a, push a button and have that happen. Now, I'm a big fan of that. I think that having automation is like having another employee. You, know, you can have an automated program that does something for $100 a month or $200 a month, and you can't have an employee for that. So there is a lot, a lot to kind of do with that. She says, I've learned that some clients enjoy having some small talk while we're on the job. And therefore, we account for more time spent on the job. Now, I know a lot of you who listen to things that I do uh, have heard uh, stories where I've had customers, and I won't even say they're customers, but more fans. They liked our company and literally the company of us so much, I would go to the job, not clean where the crew itself was cleaning, but I would sit there and just talk. And it made their day and it made my day and it was awesome. And we built a fan. Some people want to talk. Some people do not want you to talk to them. I've had customers that, you know, we showed up at 9.30 in the morning, and by 10 o'clock, they were drunk on wine, sleeping on the couch, watching Lifetime. It's just kind of what everybody wants to do. Everybody's a little bit different, right? So you need to know what your customers need and what your customers want. And by doing that, you can then plan how much time each of them goes, needs. Now, there's CRMs in place that uh, you can actually do customer notes, which I think is awesome. If somebody has a dog, maybe write down the dog's name. If somebody, you know, their kid is in uh, college, maybe they really are fans and alums of a certain school, right? Using those notes helps you to build a connection with somebody Remember, they know you and have to remember one window cleaner's name. They usually don't even remember that. But they just have to know one of you, and you have a 1,000 customers. So we need a little bit more help on one side of it to uh, basically remember everything that we want to. But she said, I enjoy getting to know all of our clients, and I have learned that for most of them, it means a lot of personal contact to schedule work, and that is just Craig and myself. And that's a big thing, right? You understand your customers. You understand how to schedule. This is what efficiency is. If somebody wants a wham, bam, be done, great. If somebody wants an afternoon appointment because their medication usually doesn't uh, really kick in until noon, I've had customers like that. We've scheduled them in afternoons every time because it worked better for them. This is efficiency and productivity, right? You have to plan for all of that. She said, learning your clients is a very important part of efficiency, in her opinion. Understanding who you're scheduling lets you understand how to schedule and how to schedule most efficient. She said, as I learn more about this industry and have more and more practice cleaning glass, our efficiency increases more and more. As a two-person team, they're able to discuss our strengths and weaknesses and how to be productive and efficient as they can. They basically explain to each other what they do best, and then from there, that's what their focus is, is what they do best. Now, I've had short employees and I've had tall employees. And I'm telling you right now, I've had strong and weak. And the big difference is, is that if you have ladder moves, the weakest or littlest or shortest of your employees may not be best to be on the outside. I've had people who were not as um, refined to go into houses. So they were outside people, Right. Having the setup that way, having somebody who is more personable, who can talk better to people, who can have better customer relations, have them on the inside, put them in front of the customers. And when you do that, all of a sudden it becomes the norm. Person A is always on the inside, person B is always on the outside. Doing it that way creates your own efficiency. It creates your own system of efficiency. I really do like this. Uh, Grace is just a really, really good writer, and Craig is also. They really do explain things uh, kind of on their own personal level, and I dig that. I really do dig that. Uh, I do love the way that they write, and it really does convey. Uh, This time of year, uh, we're recording this in um, May. It'll be coming out. Uh, This time of year is the busy time. So You either have to hire more people, create uh, 30 hours in a day, you have to not sleep and do 24-hour shifts, or you can be more efficient. If you're more efficient, it simply happens that more efficiency means more work gets done in the same amount of time, and you're not killing yourself. None of us want to work 13-hour days. None of us want to work 15-hour days. None of us want to work seven days a week for six months. If you build up your efficiency, you can become more like two people. You can get more work done in less time if you increase efficiencies. And that's the big part. Increase your efficiencies, you increase your productivity. Those two things go hand in hand. If you have slow efficiencies, and we've all had those employees who just don't get window cleaning. They just don't get manual labor. If you have somebody like that, it's going to kill your productivity. It's just that simple. So increase everything and increase the amount of time. It goes the same, and she doesn't talk about this, but it does go the same with equipment. Having equipment that allows you to do certain things faster, cut time in half. I mean, if somebody handed you a toothbrush, technically, I guess you'd do it. You'd charge them a heck of a lot, but you do it, but you you end up using an 18 inch scrubber instead of a toothbrush because it's faster. It's more efficient. It's kind of that same concept. So make sure that you're going out there and doing uh, what you can to be more efficient, especially this time of year. But again, this was an article out of the uh, April 2021 issue of American Window Cleaner Magazine. Now, this is the Squeegee Life cover. I believe this is going to be one of the last uh, of these that we record out of that magazine. And every time I look at the magazine and I love the cover, it really turned out great. Uh, Squeegee Life is an awesome podcast uh, for pretty cool dudes. And the cover is pretty awesome, if I don't say myself, so myself. If you haven't gotten your hands on it, there are back copies available. Go to awcmag.com and get your subscription or order your back copies. Get t-shirts, sticker sheets standalone stickers whatever you want if you love window cleaning you love the magazine you just love the industry and you're supporting an awesome awesome industry so definitely go to awc mag that's awcmag.com forward slash sub and get your copy get your subscription and be awesome we'll see you again